We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luka. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Morning Coffee with Mavs Step Back. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs on Twitter as well, and on Instagram. Guys, the... Uh, the Mavs have not had a good second half of the season. Uh, I have, you know, voiced that many times. Uh, this last soul-crushing stretch of four straight losses was just uh, borderline unbearable. <laughs> they, uh, they, they just, they just couldn't get over the hump, and you know the the two games over the weekend against the Charlotte Hornets, you got to thinking, okay, well, you know, as as much as the Mavs have struggled lately, surely with their season on the line, you know, with all of this ex- at stake and, you know, potentially falling out of the, the play-in tournament, surely the Mavs will show excellent effort and, you know, beat a Charlotte Hornets team that you're supposed to beat. And that just didn't happen. And uh, they they ended up getting embarrassed on Friday, uh, you know, giving up 30-plus points in the first quarter and, you know, falling down by a ton. And they clawed back in the second half, and it just, you know, it just wasn't enough. Uh, they got in too big of a hole, and they lost. Dennis Smith Jr., uh, who is still my guy, uh, hit a dagger three and let them know about it. Uh, because he has some some hard hard feelings about how stuff, uh, well, not really about how stuff ended there, but how things went over the summer when he was expecting uh, he was expecting the Mavs to attend his free agency workout in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, every they were expected to be there, and they didn't. The Mavs didn't show up. 
which is super disappointing to to hear. You know, that's that seems pretty uh, unprofessional uh, from an NBA front office standpoint. But hey, uh, we we move on. It happened. Uh, Dennis now you know has a little extra juice when he plays against the Mavs, and you know that's that's the Mavs' own fault. <laughs> So, uh, after that Friday game, it was like, okay, well, surely, uh, after getting embarrassed by a Charlotte's Hornet, Charlotte Hornets team that only played like eight players, I think, maybe nine, uh, and they were on the second night of a back-to-back, well, then they go to Charlotte two days later, and it's like, well, surely it'll be a little bit different. Like, they'll come out with some more energy. No, they started out down 30-12. to 12. It was the worst performance I've seen from the Mavs this season maybe ever because uh, there's been a lot of I've seen a lot of bad performances uh, over the years but that I mean that was just the most lifeless performance I've ever seen in the first quarter uh, of a basketball a professional basketball game like the uh, I tweeted this but their body language just reeked of total defeat it was just like it just felt like Jason Kidd had completely lost the locker room. It was awful. Uh, but then, you know, Luca, he went supernova in the last four minutes of the second quarter. I think he scored 16 of his points, 16 of his 40 points in just that four-minute span at the end of the second quarter. But again, they got in too big of a hole early. <clears throat> they were down by 19 early in the game. And they just weren't able to get over the hump, and they ended up losing by six. Uh, so back-to-back weekend losses by eight points and six points to the Hornets. It was their fourth consecutive loss. And then finally, on Monday night, they have a ray of sunshine in Indiana uh, against the Pacers, who were without Tyrese Halliburton, Miles um, Turner, and Buddy Heald. And when that happened, you know, everybody was just like, oh, well, (laughs) the Mavs are definitely losing now because, you know, they just don't play well against uh, shorthanded teams. And then, obviously, the Pacers have Rick Carlisle, who is known for coaching up shorthanded teams, as we've seen firsthand uh, with the Mavs in recent years. Uh, so it, it wasn't a gimme. And then, you know, Luca, he got his 16th technical in that last Hornets game. He was going to be suspended for this Pacers game, but the league rescinded his 16th technical, uh, earlier on Monday. So he was able to play and the Mavs came out and finally showed some life. They won 127 to 104 in Indiana, um, Luca he led the way with 25 points, uh, seven rebounds, six assists, and a steal in just 28 minutes. Shot eight of 17, uh, four of 10 from three. He was smiling again. You know he's he's voiced his displeasure lately and saying that you know he's just not having fun and that it's not just because of stuff that's happening on the on the basketball court. It's just, you know, stuff in his personal life. Human element to this, you know. Uh, and, I mean, his personal life's his personal life. But, you know, we've if you've kept up with stuff that's been happening in Luca's personal life, 
uh, from earlier this season over the summer and everything. I mean, you can kind of you can kind of interpret what's going on, but we're not going to speculate on that uh, here. But you know, uh, there's a reason, and people people are so quick, especially the national media. They're so quick to blame Kyrie Irving. And it's like Kyrie Irving has nothing to do with any of this. Like he he's one of the he's been one of the few consistent bright spots for the Mavs, you know, as far as like off court, in the locker room, uh, you know, even on court, uh, mentoring Jaden Hardy and you know encouraging guys like Maxi who've been struggling. Like he he has been all around just a, a breath of fresh air for this team. So, no, Kyrie Irving is not the reason that Luka has, you know, not had fun lately. Obviously, it's not fun to lose games, but they're not losing games because of Luka and, and Kyrie. It's, you know, the, the team just has its holes. That's just how it is. The, the team has issues that can't be completely wiped away you know, unless Luca and Kyrie are going for forty plus each night, uh, so that's that's one thing I wanted to say is like you know yeah you see all this stuff talking about Kyrie Irving being a he's like oh here we go again with Kyrie he's tanking another franchise that is not the case Kyrie has been amazing if the Mavs wanted to go ahead and offer him a max contract this summer you know I I would be for it you know I think the years part of it might be you know, might be a little tricky because I don't know if you want to uh, give a guy that's about to turn 31 years old a five-year max, but, you know, I'd give him a three- or four-year max. Uh, and, hey, if if the if the deal is, okay, I get a five-year max or I walk from Kyrie, then, you know, I'd, I'd probably go ahead and give him the five-year max. <laughs> it can't have another Brunson situation. Not when you, not when you gave up a, a future first round pick, an unprotected 2029 first round pick to the Brooklyn Nets to bring him in. I mean, surely you you don't let a guy walk uh, after you do something like that, right? Right, guys. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, but I, I think he's had a great time uh, in Dallas. I think he's really enjoying his teammates. And, you know, once they – if they were healthy, completely healthy, I think this would be going a lot better than, than how it's gone so far in the win-loss column. So, uh, hopefully they can kind of sneak into the postseason. Uh, if they don't, you know, maybe they'll keep their – their pick that's owed to the Knicks. The worst case scenario is, you know, not making the playoffs. And we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you know, conveying the number 11 pick to the New York Knicks because it's top 10 protected. So anything 10 and higher, the Mavs would get to keep, uh, or 10 and lower, however you want to word that, with lottery stuff. Uh, but anything 11 and higher would convey to the Knicks. So um, we'll see. I mean, if Luka and Kyrie are healthy and the team's playing like they did in Indiana, um uh, you know, that's the kind of games that makes you think, okay, maybe this team could make some noise if they sneak in. But they've just, they've got to show it consistently. they got to come out with the same effort when they take on the Philadelphia 76ers and MVP candidate Joel Embiid on Wednesday. That's an ESPN game. It starts at 630. Uh, the East Coast trip continues on into the weekend. Uh, Saturday, they play at Miami at 6.30. That one will be on NBA TV. And then a second night of a back-to-back on Sunday, they go to Atlanta, take on Trey Young and the Hawks. Uh, That one's a 5 p.m. start time on Sunday, and it's also on NBA TV. Uh, Some other notes from that that big blowout win over the Pacers. Uh, Jaden Hardy has really come on here in the second half of the season. I know there hasn't been much to be, you know, super happy about with the Mavs. They've been sluggish. They've lost a ton of games, and there's been a handful of them that they should have won. Uh, It's been real close, and they've lost them, and uh, there's just been a lot of negative. Jaden Hardy has been the consistent bright spot uh, for Dallas in the second half of the season, and he's showing why he should have been thrown into the fire earlier in the year. You know, that's something I wrote about. And, you know, I had people, other Mavs media people tell me, oh, well, you know, Hardy isn't ready yet. You know, he needs to go through the proper waiting period before he's going. And I'm, I'm thinking he's leading the league, the G League, in scoring. And he was shooting insane percentages with the Texas Legends, too. Like, he's he, he's shown that he has the capability. So, the sooner you throw him in there and get him acclimated and comfortable, the sooner he will contribute like what we're seeing now here at the end of the season. The Mavs could have used this much earlier in the year instead of, you know, twiddling their thumbs with uh, Faku Campazo and... Uh, you know, having Frank Nilakina, Kimba Walker, and now given Frank Nilakina has had a few 
uh, good moments for the Mavs in some of these games. But it hasn't translated to winning. Uh, you know, Jaden Hardy, last night in Indiana, he was the Mavs' second leading scorer off the bench, scored 20 points in just 24 minutes, uh, shot 8 of 12 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. Uh, he also had 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 steals. The three steals part is what really stuck out to me, too, because he was active on defense. He was trapping guys quick, stripping the ball. There was one uh, play where he stripped a Pacers player, like just just straight up stripped him, spun around, took it coast to coast, and finished uh, with a layup with contact. And I was just like, this is it. Like This, this is the future of this franchise with – with a twenty-year-old Jaden Hardy showing out like this, I can't believe this guy was the number thirty-seven pick in last year's draft. Everybody was saying he was a steal, but I mean, you know, you never know how that stuff is how that stuff is going to go because you know I remember Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer, who you know I really like and love his work, but you know, God bless him, he said Tyrell Terry was going to be the steal of the draft in in twenty twenty, and you know that just that just didn't pan out. So. Uh, I'm glad to see that the Jaden Hardy stuff um, is is off to a great start. I think it could have started sooner, but you know, uh, rather rather late than never. So, uh, and there was there was one play in that game that just went viral on NBA Twitter, um, where Luca was trapped in the far corner. Uh, they had the ball on offense, and he was trapped in the far corner. It looked like he was about to be pushed out of bounds. Uh, Luca jumps up in the air like a ninja and just flings a one-handed pass around two defenders. And it's just like an airbending pass. I don't know how he did it. It's 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 probably, and Luca said this after the game, that it was probably the best pass of his career. Uh, you know, then it, that ended in an assist. But somehow, some way, he jumped up in the air <clears throat> and flung that one-handed pass past two defenders into the opposite corner to Jaden Hardy, who was wide open and just it was a perfect swish. <laughs> and then, you know, Jaden Hardy was asked about it after the game, and he was just like, "Man, I didn't think I didn't." First, he said he didn't think Luca saw him. And then when he said Luca saw him, uh, he didn't know if he was going to be able to get it to him. And so when Luca did, he was like, "Oh man, I, I got to make this." <laughs> so uh, that that was a fun moment, uh, something that the Mavs really needed—not just the win, but the way they got the win. Uh, so many key guys contributing. Uh, Kyrie Irving he only had 16 points in 30 minutes, but he did shoot seven of 11 from the field. Uh, had six assists, two steals, and he was a plus 26, which was by far the best plus minus for any of the starters. Uh, the the next best starter was Luca at plus nine. So, uh, yeah, it's it's some some good vibes for the Mavs for one game. Uh, they beat Philadelphia in a barn burner the last time they played them at American Airlines Center, one thirty three to one twenty six, where Luca and Kyrie combined for 82 points. So the Mavs are probably going to need even more of that in Philadelphia on Wednesday. And, you know, the season is is still on the line. 
because there's still a half game out of that final play-in spot. Uh, really a half game out of ninth because they're a half game behind the 10th place OKC Thunder. Uh, and they're a half game behind the ninth place Los Angeles Lakers. And then they're a game and a half behind the 8th place New Orleans Pelicans. So... Uh, six games remaining. Obviously, a lot can happen. Uh, the main thing is the Mavs have to take care of what's in front of them. They can't really worry about the rest of the standings now. They've kind of made their own bed, and so they're just going to have to accept what comes their way. Uh, but, you know, uh, there's a chance that the Mavs can still make the postseason. We'll just have to see. Hopefully they, you know, at the very least, and I mean, look, an actual playoff spot is still in the cards too even though it's unlikely but at the very least you'd like to see them at least jump into the the first part of that play-in so they have uh, multiple chances you know you don't want them in a winner go home uh, nine versus ten seed matchup so uh, speaking of that uh, the schedule for Tuesday uh, the Mavs are off until Wednesday but uh, let's see the Charlotte Hornets play at Oklahoma City. That's a game that the Mavs will be keeping their eyes on. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. needs to pretend that he's going up against the Mavs uh, since OKC is so close to Dallas. So maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe the Hornets, who have the number one defense in the league since the All-Star break, can uh, help the Mavs out there. And then the New Orleans Pelicans play at uh, the Golden State Warriors on late night TNT, 9 o'clock tonight. So that's the two standing watch games that you want to keep your eye on. And then when the Mavs play the Sixers on Wednesday, uh, there's some other games, you know, like uh, the Lakers playing at the Chicago Bulls. The Lakers just lost to the Bulls in Los Angeles recently. Um, And then you got Detroit at Oklahoma City, which that's going to be a tough one to – to ask Detroit to pull off because they're in full tank mode. Uh, You have the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Phoenix Suns, so, you know, the Mavs could potentially get some some good help there. Um, And then we'll just see how we're looking late Wednesday night, you know, but, again, the main thing is the Mavs just have to keep winning because they've gotten themselves in such a hole, had a four-game losing streak at the absolute worst time possible. Uh, So, you know. They'll just have to uh, have to see how it goes. But if they get in the postseason, if you have Luka and Kyrie and, you know, uh, uh, Jaden Hardy, who has, you know, really taken the next step and, uh, you know, you get those guys in a playoff series, I, you know, I'm going to start thinking irrational, uh, irrational confidence guy Dalton things <laughs> if we get to that point. So, uh, guys, look, I appreciate you joining me for another uh, morning coffee edition of Math Step Back. Really appreciate y'all coming in and listening every time. Uh, you know, I mentioned it last year, um, or at the end of last year, heading into this year. Uh, the growth I've seen with, uh, you know, with this podcast and our listener base and everything has been just incredible to see since, you know, this thing got started. Uh, back in 2019, uh, from 2021 to 2022, there was 33% uh, 
uh, growth in you know total downloads and everything, which is was just blew my mind. Uh, considering I, you know, I had some stuff happen last year and had to take a full month off uh, in September, I believe it was. So that was crazy, you know, to see that happen. And then, you know, looking at it now, so far a quarter through uh, this year, we're on pace to have over 60% growth on top of that from 2022 to 2023. So that's, uh, that's incredible. I really appreciate you guys uh, through the good and the bad. Uh, it's nice to just come on here, talk about the Mavs, uh, mix in a little, you know, some other NBA stuff when it's necessary. And we're just going to keep this thing rolling. Uh, and hopefully, you know, there's we've got some uh, some potential big Mavs guests that could be coming on here in the probably not the end of the season, but in the off season. Uh, so I'll keep you guys updated on that stuff as well. But, guys, thanks again. Please go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And leave us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, it really helps us out. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one.